the First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome, everyone, to Joan Hamburg and your favorite radio station, WABC. Lots has been going on at ABC, including a familiar voice has come to our airwaves, the one and only Ernie Anastas. And I'm going to let Ernie (laughs) tell you, Ernie has a show with Ernie and Patricia, and it's Mm -hmm. positively Ernie and Patricia. And Ernie and I were just saying we've known each other. Well, we weren't kids, but we were still pretty young. The world was bright and shiny. Oh, yes. Yes, many ways. You know, Joan, we do go back a long way. I mean, I was anchoring the news at CBS, too, and you were doing a lot of feature reporting. Uh, We do go back a long way. I know your family, you know, uh, your husband, Skip, is a great guy. He got me interested in buying radio stations and your daughter, Liz, and John, who's a great producer, so many great films. So we are on WABC radio like, you know, like family here. And Patricia Stark and I have known each other for a long time. When I was doing the news at Fox 5, Patricia was coming on doing special features, and she's been an anchor at Fox News. And we just said, okay, you know what? Let's do a show together. And Patricia, we're going to have some fun. Yes, and Joan, it's so wonderful to have the chance to speak with you and meet you. Mm -hmm. I've been a a fan for a long time. I just love your work, and it's so great to be here with you today. Well, thank you, Patricia. And let's tell the audience how you got started. Yeah, so I started uh, up in Rockland County, New York. I started for the local uh, affiliates for Cablevision in both New York, New Jersey, and then in Connecticut. And then I was also at um, WRCR and RKL back in the day mm. on radio. Wow. And then I had my own show on, on RCR in the Hudson Valley. Mm-hmm. And then, um, as Ernie mentioned, I was at Fox uh, doing um, live break-ins and different coverage over the nights. And then I was also doing stories for the local Fox affiliates Mm -hmm. across the country. And Ernie and I met, whoa, well, quite a few years ago now. And um, we've always said we wanted to do something together. And here we are. You know, Joan, what's really important, and it's nice, uh, Joan, uh, we know each other really well. And Patricia and I have the same kind of relationship. We know our families. uh, We support one another. And professionally, you know, we have a real tuned in feeling about what we do. So we're going to be doing positive news you can use, a lot of interviews, a lot of features. And, you know, to make the program really lively and exciting for people to watch and to listen. I keep saying watch because that's an old TV thing, isn't it? It's okay. (laughs) You know what? I always said they can see us on the radio. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Make sure to comb your hair. In their mind's eye. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's true. I can't tell you how many people say to me, you'll forgive me, but I do not listen to the radio or I don't turn on television anymore. Mm. I just can't take bad news. It's too much. And and every TV show, they say, opens with a murder or a this mm-hmm. or that, like enough already. Sure. I want good news. We need to get through our days and feel hopeful. We do, Joan. Yeah, no question about it. You guys are doing it. Yeah, you know, I mean, the old line, I mean, I'd come on the air every night at 11 o'clock and say good evening and then tell people why it it wasn't. 
And I said, you know what? Enough of this negativity. Uh, I deal with it. I deal with reality. Patricia, you and I feel the same way. We, we're not, we don't believe in censorship. We defend the right of free speech and expression. But there's a balance here, and that's what we're going to bring to the table. Yes. Balance. We have to bring positivity and hopefulness and a place to go to refill your cup and recharge your batteries yeah. with hearing what is going right and, and what is going well with humanity. And, mm-hmm. and that's really our goal. And that's why we're so excited that it's going to be on a Sunday evening. Because this is going to set the tone for people's week, leading into a new week, kind of thinking about how can I start off my week with a more positive attitude Mm -hmm. and gratitude and thinking what I can do that's going to be great instead of worrying about all that's going wrong. And Joan, it's going to be a lively show because we're going to be doing some celebrity interviews. We're going to be doing call-ins, talking to people out there. Uh, We'll have some music on the air. And we'll also be giving people, you know, tips on a lot of different things they need to know about. Uh, Our attitude is, okay, if there is a problem, if there is something going on, let's find a way to make it better. Let's find a solution to it. And I think that that's really important to people. Yeah, without question. And and they need to hear a warm and friendly voice. They don't need to be yelled at or Mm -hmm. anything else. Are you both doing something really good? And you're having a good time as well. I mean, we all know. Ernie, you've done television forever, mm-hmm. but it's it's actually a different thing. In radio, you do become their intimate family. Yes. It's because if they can't see you, and you know, my theory is they can, but if they can't, you become everything they need in their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you very know? true. And, and, you know, you heard Patricia's resume, you know, her, her background in, in television, but also in radio. Right. And I'm the same way. I started when I was a kid, 16 years old, back in my hometown as a radio announcer while I was in high school. So you learn about the intimacy of radio. And right now, the way we're talking, you know, you can hear yourself in your earphones and I can hear you and you can hear. And I'm saying this is great. This is like really good, deep down, heart to heart conversation. Yeah, it is very intimate. And Joan, recently I learned a great lesson when it came to audio. I had published my first book and then I was asked to record the audio version of it. Mm -hmm. And I worked with someone who coaches people for audio books. And that was a really big difference for me. I had to go back to my radio days, but also realize about how radio and how that voice and how audio mm-hmm. it really had to be uh, spoken very differently, sure. knowing that people were going to be listening to that in their ear pods mm-hmm. or, you know, laying in bed or driving in their car. Right, right. And it is such a warmer, closer, more conversational, yeah. softer and there's, a, there's animation, too. Yes. You know, there's a little animation. You know, you use your voice that way. It's a God-given gift that we have to be able to do that. But, you know, Maya Angelou said something that I, I always adhere to. People may not remember what you said or what you did. They'll remember how you made them feel. And this is all about feeling, Joan. That's what you've been doing for years and years, and you're still doing it. God bless you. And I think that's what it's important to, to understand, that we're doing this thing because we love it, but we're trying to make people feel good. Yes. And I'm curious from both of you who are top professionals in the entertainment world, when we see the world evolving around us and changing and media is totally different, you know, go to any movie theater and you're probably the only one in it because they're all curled up on the couch, (laughs) you know, watching streaming or something else. How do you see the future of our industry? Mm, Good question. You know, I I would like to stay optimistic and positive because that's a natural way. 
I'm concerned because uh, we grew up in an era, all three of us, understanding how media was different. There were, there were standards and practices that we adhered to. We had to be very careful about what we said and how we did it. And that's all changed with social media and, and the plethora of, of outlets for information. And so now, you know, you look at that and you say, can it get better? Because we don't want to be negative, but, you know, there are a lot of things that, that are really uh, hurting our society by, by all the negative kind of talk that you hear, both in social media, television, radio. Uh, it's changed dramatically from the more standard way that we grew up, you know, listening and watching to those shows. Mm-hmm. But I like to remain optimistic and say, OK, you know what? Let's make things better. We were just talking about yeah. that. OK, let's not let's let's not get into it's going to get worse. I think it can get better if your voice and, and, and showing your voice and other people are out there saying, hey, come on, let's improve things. Yes. And I think, Joan, I think people reach a point of fatigue to where enough is enough. I once heard someone say, I want to be informed, but I don't want to be inundated. And I also don't want to be told how I should think. Give me information. Give me information that I can use and that I can take and compare to other information and then make a decision. And I think that a lot of people are getting to that point where they feel inundated and they feel like they're being told how and what to think. And I see that already changing and people are looking for different solutions Mm -hmm. and different outlets to get better information. Yeah, there was a book out several years ago. It was called Information Anxiety. And it talked about how people really get so anxious because they don't know what to to understand, what to believe, what to watch, what to listen to, what to read. And it's confusing and it creates an anxiety of, am I getting the truth? Am I getting the information? And it's too much. It's overload. And I think what we need to do is streamline that and help people out and say, okay, here's what's going on. Here's information for you. Uh, I think the future is going to be more tailored uh, programming. I think you're going to find organizations and groups and uh, networks who are going to say, this is what you like. Okay, we're going to create uh, the information tunnel for you and you can get the stories that you want to listen to. I think there's going to be a lot of that. I really yeah, do. I agree, Ernie. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting and that's certainly going to be worth watching for. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, but people still need to trust the source of their information and their news. And we've become that source for so many people. Yes. And we have to honor that mm-hmm. and really understand what it takes. And it's not easy. Ernie, I remember when your kids, young kids, <laughs> and they wanted to be in the business. Yes, that's right. Are any of them doing this? Yeah, our, our daughter Nina, uh, she ended up going up into the Albany area. And she started working as, a, as an anchor and did that. Now she's not doing it. She was working in radio for a while. Our son did a little bit of that, but he's in the franchise business. He has a, a group of Wendy's in the, in the Northeast area. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad either. But, you know, you, you, you think about the future and you think about what's out there. And I think we all want to say, I want to make it better. That's what we want to do. We want to make it better. Yes. And Joan, I teach as an adjunct professor at a, at a college in New York, St. Thomas Aquinas College, and I teach communications. And the group of students that I have give me so much hope. They are so positive about the future. They really have great ethics. We were talking one day about some topic where uh, some it was a question on whether someone cheated on somebody and if that was okay. Everyone in that room mm-hmm. had an opinion on it about how important it was to be truthful and honest 
and not try to pull the wool over someone's yeah, eyes. Sure. And I looked at them all and I looked at them all in their 19 or 18 or 20 mm-hmm. years. And I thought, you know what? I think the future is going to be OK. <laughs> Good. I know. And that's very important. I also think an important message is if you don't succeed the first time mm-hmm. or even the second time. Right. Don't give up. Exactly. And really make a difference. And I think you have to fail at least once or twice. And all of us have had moments that we wish we hadn't have. Or, yes. Right? That something happened. Yeah. Or, it's life. Step over it and yeah. just go on. We have to be the harbinger of hope. Joan, uh, we totally agree with you. Um, you know, there's a great line that says, every setback is a setup for a comeback. And I, I like think we that. have to look at that, okay, and, and say, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to fall down and stay there. I'm going to get up. And that's what we have to do. One other thing, you talked about uh, our days at CVS together. Uh, Walter Cronkite, who was an amazing human being, best, most right? trusted man. You talk about trust. Most trusted man in America. And Walter became sort of a, a mentor. And I've talked about this with you, Patricia. What a great guy he was. And I remember Walter uh, was talking to me one day and he said, uh, you know, he had that great voice. Ernie, let me tell you this great story here now. And I said, yeah, Walter. And he said, Ernie, what we do, we are watchdogs. We're not attack dogs and we're not lap dogs. We're watchdogs. Mm. We put the information out there and we bark and we let people decide what they want to do. That's our job. And so, you know, many times you get into the, the, the philosophy today of is it news or views? And people have to understand the difference. If you're giving your an opinion, it's OK, but make sure they understand that and they don't treat it as if it's the news. It's the facts. We've got to be careful with truth. That's a big subject right now. We could talk for a long time about that. Uh, what has happened to truth? And we have to protect it. Yeah. Yes. I, I love that phrase, though, about being watchdogs, mm-hmm. watching and then disseminating information, yes. and letting everyone decide for themselves. Yeah, that's a big job that we have. And it's a big responsibility. And we have to take that thing seriously. Yeah. Well, and there are so many uh, with politics today and candidates who even some have won who are crooks and thieves. I mean, what happened mm. to our great country? We can't allow this. We've got to hold to standards that have kept America the number one country in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Standards uh, and practices. If you remember, um, I mean, these were big departments at the network. They had a whole department that would deal with that, making yeah. sure that the information, uh, the, the TV shows. Correct. Absolutely. It, it had to be accurate, had to be tr- correct. And also even the television programming, okay? And, and this is really going way back, but to the Ozzie and Harriet days. I mean, there was a certain tone to it. Do I want to deal with reality? Yes. Has the world changed? Has society changed? We have to adjust to that. But at the same time, let's be civil. Let's be respectful of one another. Those things, in my opinion, never go out of style. Yeah, it's true. I think that we've lost uh, the ability to respectfully mm-hmm. disagree mm-hmm. with each other and why? Why is that? And to be able to get back to that civility that you're talking about and yeah. be able, communication is key. If we stop communicating, mm-hmm. we're all sunk. Yeah. Yeah, very true. And and that's what we do, Joan. It's what you do and uh, Patricia and I are doing. We're, we're the conduits, you know, and we're the ones that are protecting uh, the integrity of our business and information. 
And, and I think that's a wonderful challenge for all of us. I love it. I love it. I do. And I love the idea of putting a positive spin on things, looking mm-hmm. for solutions. Yes, you mentioned we're going to tackle some hard issues and some tough news of the day, but always from the perspective of, okay, but how can we look at it differently? Mm-hmm. What is the solution? What can make it better? How can we flip the perspective and be optimistic and not pessimistic about what's yeah. ahead? Yeah. Right. And have respect for those we have elected, whether we voted for them or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, respect is a huge word, and it's something we all need more of everywhere. Without question. And this is where we use our talent, Joan. Uh, it was a great comment. I think I think it was Irma Bombeck who once said, when I die and I face God, uh, I want to say uh, I have nothing left. I've used all the talent you gave me. And that's what we want to do. Yes. That's good. Well, I have faith that the two of you are going to do it, and people can listen to this new show. We're so excited to have it at WABC on Sunday night at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and congratulations to the both of you. Say hello to the family, Ernie. Congratulations Patricia. to you, too, Joan. Let's just take 30 seconds, because Patricia and I both feel this this love and respect for you. You are... I mean, such an icon, really, in the in the industry, but particularly in New York City. People know your name, they respect your name, and your the talent that you've given to everyone. And your beautiful family, uh, your daughter Liz, your son John, and your your husband Skip, terrific people. And and we honor you today by being on this program. Okay, uh, thank you for honoring us. Yes, thank um, you so much, Joan. And it's it really, a you're loved by all. I've never heard anyone say anything Yay. but wonderful things about you. <laughs> Well, thank you. Come by the studio and say hello. Enjoy the rest of the day. And we are the lucky ones to have you both. Thanks, Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. A great show. And they make you feel good. And isn't that a nice thing? All right, everyone. Enjoy their show Sundays, as I mentioned. You can hear them at 5 o'clock. And stay with us all day on the best radio station in America. W.A.B.C.